Welcome to the Aaron Novello Podcast. Are you looking to master the art of real estate sales? Do you want to level up your business and lifestyle? You are in the right place. Aaron and his guests share winning real estate sales strategies and techniques and show you how to win the inner game that leads to financial freedom. Get ready. Here is your host, top producing real estate agent and coach to some of the top agents in the U.S. and internationally, Aaron Novello. Now, back then, I didn't actually realize that uh, HomeBot was a thing that uh, was thriving in U.S., in the United States, the data and the availability of the data is basically like limitless. Like there's no real restrictions on it. We're kind of like the Wild West where we're basically selling somebody, we're actually paying somebody to have access to our database. And then they pay, they charge somebody else to have access to the database. Welcome back, Novello Nation, to another episode of the Aaron Novello Podcast. We have with us a real estate technology expert, Andre Novikov. He is a real estate entrepreneur who specializes in creating technologies and solutions for agents in the real estate space. And he is out of Canada. So really appreciate you taking the time to uh, be with us here today. Thanks so much, Aaron. Pleasure to be yeah. here. 100%. So uh, as an active practitioner of real estate and coaching lots of agents throughout the country, we're always, as agents trying to think about ways that we can stay in proximity and in front of potential or past clients. And I know that now because of technology and that it's re kind of uh, framed and changed our thinking and changed our behaviors that before people even do business, they're hanging out online and usually they're bumping into, you know, these other companies, particularly in the States anyway, that are trying to offer their own products and services. And you noticed, you know, something, because I'm aware here in the States, a service that is used by a lot of agents is called HomeBot. And you noticed that, hey, this is not being offered in Canada and you chose to do something about it. So walk us through that evolution for you. Like, okay, when did that come into your awareness? And why do you think it was so important to start to provide this to agents in Canada? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll go right to the beginning. So I've been licensed for about uh, 14 years now, but right out of um, the gates, I ended up, uh, as I got my real estate license, I actually fell into a full-time job in finance. And I spent 10 years doing finance while keeping my um, uh, real estate license active. And during that time, I was doing a lot of modeling. I was doing a lot of kind of valuations. Um, I actually linked up with one of my uh, mentors in real estate, Ron James, that um, actually runs Catholic uh, Black Coaching now. He's uh, one of the coaches there. Um, and uh, he kept asking me to do these valuations for, uh, for homes um, uh, that he was selling at the time uh, that his clients were buying. And uh, we're working on this model to try and figure out, okay, can we uh, come up with you know something quick that we can um, you know bring on to a listing presentation that we can uh, take uh, to uh, negotiations and say hey you know what maybe the price is a little too high and kind of use that um, more strategically and um, as that kind of started to evolve um, uh, we started to figure out that this could be used in many different other ways um, and one of them is you know keeping in touch with 
uh, with past clients. Now, back then, I didn't actually realize that uh, HomeBot was uh, was a thing that uh, was thriving in US. Um, I just thought that we created something that was uh, was really interesting uh, for Canadian clients, um, and that's how we kind of um, you know approached it. The big difference between US and Canada is in Canada, the data uh, is not available. So it's um, we can't um, publicly publish like any of the sale data. We can't um, you know, have title information available. So a lot of the things that are available in US uh, and that a lot of uh, models, valuation models in US are using is just not accessible in Canada. So that um, creates um, uh, problems with uh, with running some AI algorithms or whatnot. So because we kind of started from scratch and we started from um, using our own um, kind of tools and uh, and values, we started to rely on a different source. We use Crea HPI, so Home Price Index. Um, there are indices in US as well, but um, obviously uh, because you have better data, you don't need to rely on those indices. But in Canada, that's what we use uh, to come up with our evaluations. Yeah, I love that. So in other words, it, it stemmed from kind of you doing all of these valuations for your mentor and saying like, hey, there's got to be a better way to do this. And then you did it and you thought it was like, hey, man, this is a novel idea. We're the only ones doing this. And then you recognize that there was another company who was doing it as well. Now, I think the nuance that you just described, I want to make sure that the audience caught it. Uh, as agents is very important. So in the United States, the data and the availability of the data and the ability to resell that data is basically like limitless. Like there's no real restrictions on it. We're kind of like the wild west. Whereas in Canada, it's exceptionally restrictive. So you have to go about it in another way. And I think that, you know, when we were speaking off camera, that's a really critical distinction because that's one of the main differences between you and a company like HomeBot. So talk about the different models and why it's important for agents to understand the difference between those models. Cause I'm aware one can offer kind of a lower price solution because really there's something else going on that agents may not be aware of. Um, and then the second option, it might be a little bit more expensive but there's a very distinct kind of uh, competitive advantage for going that direction. Right, so uh, the way um, and I got to be very careful about, uh, you know, the way I, I put this here. Um, so, again, I don't have access to HomeBot, but uh, from what I've been told by um, other agents is when you sign on to HomeBot, uh, you're generally paired up uh, with um, a mortgage broker um, or some sort of um, um, a lender that will then essentially sponsor you to be um, part of HomeBot. Um, and they will also be essentially advertised on the reports that will uh, be sent out to, uh, to your clients. Um, so when a client requests uh, information about anything that has to do with the mortgage, um, it will be um, also available for that mortgage broker to look at. Um, in Canada, obviously we come from um, a very kind of protective um, data structure where um, that model would never be allowed um, unless you sign off very explicitly in terms of what can be shared and what can't be shared. Um, and um, we're coming from um, you know that protective environment. So our reports are specifically designed to only um, advertise the real estate agents and help them um, essentially remind the clients 
or um, remind their um, either past clients or new leads that, hey, there are actually the uh, experts um, real estate agent in their particular property. Uh, there's no, it's not co-branded with anyone else. It's not sponsored by anyone else. The real estate agent is the one focal point of that report. That makes sense. So again, just to kind of summarize as a key distinction is that, you know, there's a models out there where essentially what agents are doing is giving this company access to their database. And when you give them access to your database, they can basically market to it whatever they want. And, you know, they are choosing to market. And the way that they can offer you a lower price solution is that they charge somebody else money, which in this instance would be the mortgage broker to have access to that database. And if any of the leads come from it, great. At the same time, there's nothing to stop them from marketing other products and services uh, to that database. Whereas your guy's solution uh, being that you come from an environment that's much more restrictive, that's kind of the philosophy you take. So that's not happening. And instead, what you guys are providing to an agent's database is just, you know, a particular kind of set of information as far as valuation tools and things of that nature in terms of their property. And then all the leads then go directly to you as the agent and can even be redirected to like your website. Is that right? Yeah, so that's uh, another crucial distinction between um, our competitors and our solution is that the actual reports, one, they are sent out directly from the agent's email. So it's not a third party that's sending it out. Um, so it's coming directly from you. So the client actually knows, hey, I've communicated with this person. They're actually making, uh, creating this report for me. Uh, it's not some third party system. Um, and two, the actual report can be embedded into the agent's website. So when the client opens it, it's not um, you know, a third party uh, website that opens and has that all information. It's agent's website with their logos, their photos, their testimonials. Um, and that has a, a really interesting effect because now you're sending um, all these leads onto your website Google starts to see all that traffic flowing onto your website and thinking, hey, um, you must have really good content. It starts bumping you up uh, in, the, uh, in the search results. Boom, you get more um, traffic to your website just by um, essentially you know, uh, sending this, uh, setting up this report on the website and sending it uh, to, uh, to your past clients or new leads that um, um, have, um, have properties. Yeah. So, so that's also very interesting in that, you know, some people might get excited about, you know, it, it doesn't cost that much money at the same time, if you really think through like second and third level consequences is like, if it's coming from uh, an email address or coming from kind of a vendor, that's not me, that's something to think about, right. Uh, from the long-term perspective. And then this other idea that if you were to push traffic to your website, that's, you know, coming from these emails that are being sent out with these valuation tools, organically, you would end up with more traffic in, you know, to your website, which ultimately would help you from a, you know, a business perspective as well. So talk a little bit about like the information that's being provided, right, to the clients specifically. So if they were to sign up, if agents were to sign up for your guys' service, what can they expect that their clients are going to be receiving? How often does it go out? 
Does it integrate with other CRMs? Because I'm aware that you know a lot of uh, programs do not, which makes it very cumbersome and clunky. So um, we, um, at least at the stage we're at right now, we made a decision to make the report super simple. And uh, there is a reason for that. We want to make sure that the client focus doesn't drift away from two things. One, the property valuation, because everyone wants to know how much money they have uh, in their home. And two, that the agent is the expert in their property. Those are the two things that we want to highlight on every single report without them having, you know, deviating from, uh, from that. So uh, on the reports, uh, there's going to be big picture of the agents with their information with a button that says uh, click here to schedule um, uh, a meeting with me. Um, there's going to be a section that talks about the valuation of the property. It will have the equity built up. It would have the current estimate, and then um, it will have the monthly uh, change in the property value. And then a nice little graph that uh, shows the fluctuation of the property price uh, going back, I think, about five years. The, another key distinction that we can do with our reports, um, there's a whole section that we can dedicate to agents uh, to advertise anything that they want. That includes uh, if you have any selling tips um, on like a PDF file, we can create a little button that will link to that. If you want to advertise your brands, your um, uh, team, we can uh, have a banner that links to your website. We can even embed videos uh, from YouTube and have that display right in the report just underneath the valuation. Anything that you have that is in video format, we can do that. Uh, if you don't have video, banners, we can do that, buttons to, uh, to files, uh, that's all super flexible. So the actual report look and feel is, um, uh, is very crucial for us. We want to make sure that it goes with your brand and it looks like it's designed just for you. Yeah. So that is um, essentially kind of what, uh, what a report has. Now, as you pointed out, uh, um, integration with systems is very key because generally speaking, uh, you don't want to have, you know, 10 different systems where uh, you're keeping um, client information and things are moving around. Um, you update one system, the other one doesn't update. You don't want to be doing that. And what's going to be very key is that you can also trigger automations from the smart lists. So, for example, if a client has been active and they viewed the report, uh, let's say, five times in the last seven days, that to us indicates interest that this client is more likely to use real estate agents because for whatever reason, they keep coming back to their valuation and keep checking it, even though the value hasn't changed in that seven days, but they could be sending it to their spouse. They could be sending it to their partner or their family. The more views indicates higher intention. Um, and if you haven't talked to that client in a little while, you should reach out to them and see what's going on. So that's the level of integration that we're getting to, that um, that will happen automatically and will flag those people to you uh, so that you can action on that information. That's awesome, man. So in other words, all of that can be automated in the sense that once they've clicked like four or five times, let's say on a valuation tool in a short period of time, you can have, I think they call it within the smart list, like a action plan or whatever that automatically gets triggered where maybe they get a, a video from you saying, hey, you know, I just want to touch base with you, uh, see what's going on, you know, with your real estate needs um, and find out if we can help or be of assistance or it can trigger you 
to, you know, perhaps call them or something of that nature. Now I wrote down here, like, cause what I'm aware of is a lot of these vendors for some reason they resist. Like, I don't understand why they don't all integrate because that would make it much more easier. And maybe from your perspective with the technical knowledge that you have and kind of thinking in that way, I'm curious from your perspective, like, why do you think they resist doing integrations? Like, why do they not just, cause it seems like, okay, well, why would you not do that? Yeah. So integrations are pretty tricky. So uh, just because there's so many solutions out there and uh, different brokerages are using uh, different CRMs to truly integrate with everything um, is really hard. So then you kind of default on to, okay, let's make this available to everyone, but they have to use our platform um, to do that. So that's essentially what everyone defaults to. Um, you know, everyone wants to kind of get the broader uh, markets onto their platform. Uh, but the way to do that is essentially redesign or design your own system that mimics what a CRM would do. But then it does that one little piece um, of that. Um, and uh, I mean, we run into the same uh, same issue. Follow up boss is amazing because they have an open API. Um, you can do a lot of these things um, uh, automatically. Um, for example, um, KB Core is not as friendly um, as um, um, as Follow Up Boss, so there is more challenges integrating with uh, with other systems. Uh, so um, you know, somewhere in between would be Chime. Uh, Chime has uh, got a pretty good uh, API as well that we can integrate with. Um, but um, you know, it's it is a hit and miss uh, because some systems are very enclosed and some are very open. Um, but um, Follow Up Boss, uh, as I mentioned, is probably one of the top ones, and we're kind of super happy to be uh, to be integrated uh, with them. Um, and uh, as you know, I was an active agent at one point before I made some interesting uh, decisions about my business. Uh, so that's when I was using Follow Up Boss, and uh, to me, that was kind of the superior uh, CRM. I understand. So. Uh, yeah. And for the same reason, that's why we use follow-up boss, because I think the user interface is friendly, very easy to use and the automations are awesome. So it seems as though for agents, you know, who may be interested in your service, particularly ones in Canada, cause that's where it's available at the moment. I think your beta testing in other areas is the optimal setup would be like a follow-up boss plus what you guys are doing, because it'll really magnify, you know, the power of a tool like this, because you can track everything, you have automations. Otherwise, like if you're just, you know, doing it without that, it's probably not going to be as powerful. Would you agree with that? So uh, not necessarily. We do have essentially our own um, kind of product that does not require a CRM at all. Um, the way it does exactly the same thing, it creates reports um, as, um, um, you know, follow up boss would. Um, and we also have, similar integrations. So we can still schedule the emails to go out monthly. Uh, we can schedule text messages to go out monthly as well. Um, so that's, um, it, you don't have to have a CRM to use our platform. Um, it makes it easier for you because you don't have two places to um, uh, to work with uh, the client uh, data, but you don't have to have a follow-up boss. Uh, my recommendation, uh, if you're serious about, uh, you know, your real estate career, 
Uh, follow Boss is a great tool that will essentially grow with you as you go from you know, individual agents to growing a team to growing, I, I don't know, a massive uh, international brokerage. Um, it can do it all. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you don't have to have that uh, to use our tool. Yeah. And I love that. I kind of expect you to say that as the owner of the company. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, of course, you don't need that. At the same time, if you really want to maximize it, uh, it's probably the way to do it. And it's interesting that you say that because I'm imagining your knowledge of real estate, having been a practitioner, you understand things at a level that if you were just in software trying to create products for agents without the knowledge of actually practicing real estate, you know, you can um, create solutions that aren't like elegant and aren't kind of applicable and easy to use and that sort of thing. And I, I interviewed somebody on our podcast who had spent $15,000 testing out CRMs because he wanted mm -hmm. to find the best one. And he said he chose Follow Boss for the reasons we described. And I said, well, why'd you do that? And he said, I wanted to find the best platform to build my business on top of. Mm -hmm. And that was very interesting to me because I had never, until he said that, I always thought of like a CRM as a repository of data. I never thought about it like a platform to build something on top of, but he was absolutely right, right like a hundred percent. And then it sounds like an integration like this uh, is wonderful because not only will, does it make it smooth and easy within the CRM and you showed me, you know, before we hopped on, you popped on and showed me like how you could just jump in and do some really cool things there. Uh, it also makes it frictionless. So when they were to sign exactly. up with a service like yours, you just plug it in. You have all the people already tagged in your database, past client centers of influence. Hopefully you have all their current mailing addresses. If you don't, it gives you a reason to call them and find out what they are. And then you can just set them up with this tool. Now, the other thing I wanted to uh, talk about, because you showed me you know, offline before we hopped on, that you can actually make adjustments to the valuation tool, which I thought that was kind of interesting because you showed me, you asked me to put in an address. And you're like, hey, is that... Does that seem about right? And I'm like, yeah, like it's it's close, plus or minus a little bit. You're like, okay, well, here's what you could do. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the reason for that functionality is there's just so many factors that play into real estate so that uh, no algorithm is going to know. You might have a client that's done massive renovations that they haven't told you about. So you wouldn't even know that if you were to you know, price that property without talking to that client. But what we yeah. wanted to do is make it super easy for you to adjust the valuation so it fits uh, what you think the property is worth or whatever the um, you know um, conditions or adjustments that need to be made to the property. We're not the experts in every single property across you know North America. That's just not going to be the case. There's going to be some properties that are going to um, you know, be a little too low or a little too high. We, we want the agents to be in the driver's seat to make those adjustments so they feel confident and comfortable sending that out. Um, and sometimes it happens that you're going to send out something that is not correct the first time around. But the beauty of this is that the clients actually want this report to work. They want to see the correct data. They want to make sure that they're receiving value out of this. So they're actually likely uh, to reach out to you and say, hey, you know, this report doesn't look right. Can we like, can we tweak this? Can we adjust this? We've done renovations. Can you put that in? Uh, you have that conversation. And anytime a client reaches out to you instead of you reaching out to the client, that's a win in my books. Um, so, and we wanted to make it super easy 
if the client does come to you um, and uh, you do need to make adjustments, um, it's uh, it's a matter of punching in a number, how much you want to adjust it by, um, and uh, the whole report recalculates with uh, with that number. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and I think that's a really cool feature because that's frequent where people are like, Hey, you know, I did this and that, and then you can make those kind of adjustments. Now, my next question is, is Ken, which I didn't ask you beforehand. I'm aware that agents may ask for this. So can you customize what the, like the actual visual representation with colors or branding of what gets sent out in the email, like the report? Yeah, absolutely. So the reports can be customized with um, essentially all the branding that uh, you might have elsewhere. Um, and that's uh, really important to us because uh, we want this to be viewed as if you were putting this out rather than us making that report for you. Um, so technically speaking, the only thing that needs to be on the report that can't really change is the line that has the valuation information, so the address and the, the property value and the graph. Those things have to stay. Everything else can be moved around. It could change colors. You can put a big banner at the top. You can put a video at the bottom. You can switch them around. Um, it's uh, it's really up to you how creative you can be. Um, or you know, if you wanted to use a stock template that we offer, that's not a problem at all. It looks, uh, you know, very appealing as is. And then would agents like, would they be consulting with your team on that, you know, kind of visceral representation? So they'll send you like, you know, maybe JPEGs of like their, um, you know, their, their logo or whatever in the color scheme. And then do they get a certain amount of, cause you know, you gotta be respectful of your time, like a certain amount of corrections before you guys are like, all right, that's it. This is what we're doing. Yeah, so we actually we have a dedicated resource that uh, helps our clients uh, with uh, you know the feel of uh, and the look of the report. Um, we currently don't uh, put any kind of boundaries in terms of how many modifications you can make, and uh, usually that process goes pretty smoothly. Uh, we we kind of sit down, we walk you through how to use the system, then we show you your templates. Uh, if you need to make any adjustments, we can do some on the spot or we'll take it away so that you can send us, you know, the JPEGs or the videos or whatever else, any other material that you might to include. Um, but uh, that template is fluid, right? If um, in, you know, two months you say, hey, you know what? I just changed my brokerage. I need new information. You know, it's uh, it's super quick for us to to change that. If you want to throw in, um, you know, a new video into your report, we can do that very easily. Uh, so it, there's not a lot of work on our side that goes into it, but uh, we think that it's a great um, kind of addition, um, and it just makes it so much more personal. It's so much more kind of on brand uh, for uh, for the agents. That's awesome. And then as far as like the tracking mechanism whether they use a CRM like follow-up boss or they don't, they'll still be able to track like who's clicking, who's opening stuff, things of that nature. Now with follow-up boss, you can create automations based on, you know, the uh, activity. At the same time, with either one of those options, there'll still be a tracking mechanism. Yeah, so what we do, uh, regardless of which CRM you're using, uh, there's gonna be a report that goes out to you every uh, week um, on Friday mornings, it can be customized, but we usually send it out on Friday mornings. It contains the top um, active users from your database that have viewed the report. Um, and my rule of thumb is if it's uh, three or more views and say like a 
two weeks span, you should reach out to them if you haven't already talked to them because it's a, such a low hanging fruit. You can call them up and say, hey, you know, we've um, been sending you this report. What do you think? Do you think it's accurate? Do you think it's not? Um, then you start that conversation. That's really like it's a good excuse to reach out to that client. You can also do it on, uh, um, you know, through the automations. And that's where follow up boss would be such a great tool. And you mentioned something like uh, a pre-recorded video saying, hey, uh, we just noticed that you've been uh, really uh, you know, active on our report. Um, you know, what do you think? Um, and that's a great way to uh, to kind of connect with that person without doing anything. Right. Like it, this would be just an automation that gets triggered you know, inside follow-up boss. Um, but yeah, as um, as I said, you can either look at kind of a static report that will be mailed to you um, on a weekly basis, or you can, um, you know, use these automations inside a CRM uh, that will make your life a little easier. I mean, it just seems like all around, this is like a really uh, wonderful tool in an agent's arsenal. And the key distinction here is that it seems to be agent-centric, uh, it seems to be based on your, you know, if somebody really understands like what's happening, where we're basically selling somebody, we're actually paying somebody to have access to our database. <laughs> and then they pay, they charge somebody else to have access to the database uh, and, and they're profiting from it. Whereas here it's like, yeah, you're paying for the service more so than you are to give somebody access to the database. And the benefit is, is that it keeps you at the forefront as an agent and it keeps you in front of your customers on a regular basis. And it could be a really cool tool to not only add value, but generate you know, revenue for agents. So that makes all the sense in the world to me. So if somebody's interested, and if they're interested in this product and service, I know you are at the moment focused in Canada with goals and aspirations of you know, perhaps pushing into the United States. So how can people find you if they have any questions or if they wanted to sign up or? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, um... We are looking for beta testers for US. So if you are, you know, thinking that this might be a good system, a uh, good solution, uh, definitely reach out. Uh, the system is called uh, Home Equity Watch, and our domain name is homeequity.watch. And that's uh, the best way to kind of get more information about us and get in touch. Uh, there's going to be um, a link that will allow you to schedule a meeting with directly with me. Um, and there's going to be contact information that you can use if you just want to send uh, an email. I love that, man. And then if you're open to it, cause I know you guys are looking for beta testers, like we're, I'd definitely be open to testing it out, you know, with our uh, database and CRM, cause we do use follow-up boss and, you know, I'll let everybody know how that goes. And if they have interest to reach out to you as well. So again, brother, I appreciate you taking the time. I know your time is really valuable and appreciate everything you're doing. Appreciate the agent centricness of it. And uh, I look forward to uh, reconnecting soon. Yeah. Thanks so much, Aaron, for having me on here. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Aaron Novello podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Aaron on Instagram at Aaron Novello. Happy hunting.